I just found out I have a kid, but I don't know how to be a father. Anybody with cum can be a father, but only love can make you a dad. How you gonna talk about love and you flinging cum all over the place? That shit's unseemly, bro. What do you guys think about this reboot? It sucks. There, I said it. And who's directing this shit anyway? Kevin fucking Smith? Smells like this reboot went up in smoke. Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host and Rebooch to the Nooch. We are talking about Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. And I thought since I was going to talk about the movie and the experience I had, I thought it would be fun to ask somebody who also saw the movie as well. So returning uh, to Mike Seibert Radio for the first time in a in a white hot minute, it's, uh, it, it's my hetero workmate uh, from the Stack of Dimes and you blew it podcasts and occasionally but not often 3d never die it's a uh, camaro kev aka thunder how you doing good man how you doing <laughs> i think we're maybe the, like you're the only other person i know that paid money to see this thing oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so i mean uh, of course me and you can bro down all day long with some uh with the, with the latest kevin smith things do you know anybody who went and saw this thing other mm, than me no um, well, I mean, not that I know IRL, meaning like somebody that like I can actually talk to and is in like a tangible human. Yeah. Like I know some uh, digital friends like on Facebook, Twitter, social media and whatnot uh, that have seen it. But um, yeah, like real people. No, not so much. I don't know any other than you. <laughs> Very good. So <laughs> let's so, so let, let's jump off there. Um uh, how how much of a Kevin Smith fan would you say that you are? Uh, I think, you know, back when he debuted with Clerks and then he had Mallrats, probably up until I do remember seeing Jay and Silent Bob in the theater, mm-hmm. but at that point not really having much interest. Um, so I, I kind of got off that train around there. I, I tried to give Tusk a shot. I tried yeah. to give... Uh, who was the other one? Red State, a shot. Oh yeah. Um, I could, I couldn't. You got, I, you got Zach and Mary making a porno. You got, so, got some yoga hosiers and did not see yoga hosiers, hosiers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> by the by the way, I guess we should let folks know that since the you and I are together, expect aggressive mispronunciation because oh, yeah. I guess that's just kind of our thing. That's how we. That's how we do. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I didn't see that. Um, is that about it? I, I didn't see uh, Cop Out. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I I was done when he said he was done with his View, view SQ. Is uh-huh, that what uh-huh. it is? Yeah. Universe or whatever. Um, more or less. Uh, I didn't see the Mira and Zach, Zach and Miro uh-huh. in, in 
porn and por- they pornography. Porno. Yes, yes, they porno. do a pornography. Look at this pornograph. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you, so you've been off the bus for like nineteen years. Yeah. I'll, I'll pop in from time to time. Yeah. Uh, I did read some of that Green Hornet comic book that he, comic book, as you say, that right. he was writing for a while. Uh, I dipped in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I dipped in on the uh, Clerks too. Oh yeah, didn't yeah. didn't didn't mind that so much. Didn't mind that so much, but very cool. Yeah, I mean, so so a huge fan. So what brought you back then, or or what inclined you to go watch uh, Jay and Silly Bob reboot? Well, uh, I think it was be I I think you told me that this was happening, and I had no idea that yeah. this was happening. I think you told me. I don't even know if it was before you got tickets or what. The timeline's kind of weird. And then yeah. I ended up seeing a trailer for the Fathom Events uh-huh. deal, and I thought, oh, I, you know, I got nothing else to do with my life mm-hmm. than than uh, than something like this, right? So I figured, like, well, why not? Let's give it a shot. And I was. It piqued my curiosity that he's kind of all in now. Yeah, he just he is like, this is what I'm known for. This is my thing. Uh, I almost passed away. Yeah. I don't care what people think anymore. I'm all in. This is for the fans sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And then seeing the list of people who are actually involved, uh, you know, just Matt Damon coming back, even though it's just obviously for little, little, you know, what, minute-long appearances. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ben Affleck, you know, things like that. I was like, oh, this this might be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And to my surprise, my wife wanted to go, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was, one really surprised me as well. Yeah. And so we both went and- um, I don't know what it was at this point. I just, I maybe I saw, I think I saw an interview with him as well. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he's kind of all in on this again. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll give it a shot. Gotcha. I, I, I think to know that he's not half acidly kind of doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a time where, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I didn't read this for sure, where maybe he was a little reluctant to go back to that stuff. Yeah. And kind of wanted to move on. And I'm, I'm one of these guys too. You know me. I support things that are well past their 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 uh, <laughs> yeah. safe to eat date if you will <laughs> noted champion of extinct formats yeah absolutely and for like uh you're you know i love me some def leppard i love me mm-hmm. some van halen the uh, if they put out a new album i am showing up i am buying yeah. it i am listening and uh, and i'm hoping they you know like with def leppard for a while all of these guys kind of go away and they're like we're going to do you know, they, they kind of knew up their music, right? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> we're going to grunge it up because grunge is a thing. And then no one wants to hear that. And then they go back to their roots, quote unquote. Yeah. And I'm always on board when people are just accepting of, hey, this is our sound. This is what it was. It, we're lucky enough that a large amount of people liked it at one point. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to go back to it. So I'm, I'm always, I don't know why, White Snake. I'm the same <laughs> with White Snake. Any that's of this right. stuff that's like, People will remember for like one or two songs, one album. Mm-hmm. Um, I continue to support, and I'm curious and, and like to support the artists at, well after they're uh, they're quote unquote done. So I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So know. so the main thing I, I wanted to talk about with you because a, as you pointed out, you're the only IRL human that I can actually <laughs> make contact with and talk to about this dang thing. But um, you and I, I, I think we had vastly different experiences with this movie because you saw the Fathom event uh, back in October 
And then uh, just this last week, I uh, I I went whole hog. I went and saw the Jay and Silent Bob reboot Roadshow as it pulled into the the historic Neptune Theater here in Seattle. So you've got you know you're watching the movie in a historic theater. You've got live Q and A with Kevin Smith and Jay Muse, and it's um, I. So you had mentioned earlier when when I put it on your radar, it's like so they they uh, they released the trailer around uh, Comic Con, you know, back in July, and then that's when that was kind of like the formal announcement of the Roadshow tour. So they put tickets on sale and they almost immediately vanished. Like I logged on at like I don't know, like nine o'clock in the morning on that Friday. How many cities are they playing in this tour? Do you know? I don't know the exact number, but I do know that uh, the second night of the Seattle run was like night 35. Okay. So they had they had done 35 screenings uh, uh, prior to that. Um, sold out almost immediately. When I logged on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, um, there was one seat left in the VIP area. And I was like, uh, it, it was it was over a hundred bucks, and I'm wow. and I'm just like, sure, I want to watch this. That trailer looks pretty funny, but and I pulled the trigger on it, and I'm glad I did, really, because not only did uh, did I I really enjoy the movie, even more so than I think I was anticipating, because the trailer kind of telegraphs the entire movie in fact arguably the entire movie is in the trailer yeah you were we we're gonna watch it before this i i i haven't you know like you said i watched it back in october so yeah, yeah. i have not lived in that world any longer sure. after watching it so it's still it's not very fresh in my mind yeah so but i think for but, the purposes of what we're talking about here that's yeah. fine i uh, mean I, it's it is funny that you mentioned that basically the trailer it shows it shows you everything you need to it know. really kind of does almost in chronological <laughs> order too it's uh it's kind of interesting but um so i i pulled the trigger on it and there it's like a whole vip thing like i got like early check in and w- which was hilarious though because like i do this vip check in i get there just as they open the doors for general admission ah, because they, of work and they and they're like here's your badge now you got to go back to the end of the line and walk it which was no bfd it really wasn't right um and had ample time to hang out in the bar uh connected with a couple of folks i hadn't seen for a while so the bar was open at the nep at the neptune Absolutely. i was wondering i've never seen a movie there since right. they've redone it from what I understand, they uh, they got the projector on loan from the Cinerama, and it's funny because, like, you know, I mean, you, you've seen a number of uh, events at Neptune, right? I just saw one this past weekend at Neptune, yeah. So they had, like, basically this, uh, this pop-up um, uh, movie screen. Okay. And it worked. It's fine. Um, I... And I, I, I don't want to go on this weird deep dive about the Neptune, but it, it was like a historic movie theater yeah. that converted to kind of like a live uh, comedy venue, I guess, because like you'll have like podcasters come through there, yeah. like like Doug Love Movies does shows. They have there concerts the there too. Concerts yeah. there. I mean, because like it's a live I, theater now. I mean, it's yeah. A- 
It, it's a great venue. It is a great venue. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it's got like a lot of cool uh, historic touches. And, and anyway, so it being kind of like this concert-like environment was actually kind of perfect for this exhibition of the movie because, like, um, you know, you're just kind of sitting there. You've, you know, I, I had a soda or two before uh, before I took my seat. I'm sitting there with, uh, with my popcorn, making line buddies. And it gets to be showtime and this nice lady whose name I cannot remember, but she's like, you know, like this, this tiny leggy blonde thing, uh, <laughs> a sweet lady. She comes out and she's like, well, welcome to the, the reboot road show, blah, blah, blah. My name is, you know, somebody in an adorable English accent. She's like, when I say snoochies, you say boochies uh, and, and we're fucking eating it up. And then Kevin comes out and it's like, ah. And he kind of tells the story of how the movie came to be and some of the things that he'll be doing during the uh, the screening, apparently. And he sits in the audience and watches the movie with the audience. So he's watched this movie with oh the crowd God. 35 times. Wow. And, and like a creeper, he brings out his cell phone and does like taping of like the back of people's heads and stuff. More or less just uh, kind of trolling for uh, crowd reactions and yeah. kind of seeing who yeah. responds to what and so and and then the movie starts and it was it, it almost went to rocky horror levels of uh activity yeah in the theater in the theater interaction with the motion picture if you will exactly so i i mean so i mean nobody's throwing toast or or yeah. doing anything goofy like that but basically anytime anybody came on the screen we're we're cheering like it's the coming of Christ. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I bet. And 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 that's something that's kind of interesting about the movie too, is because it's really just kind of like a string of cameo vignettes just kind of strung together with basically the same plot as uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Thus reboot. Exactly. And and there's uh um, not getting into too much spoiler territory, but there's like this whole great riff about like the difference between a reboot and a oh, and, yeah. a, and a remake and a sequel. One of the better scenes in the movie, that, definitely. That that was freaking gold. Yeah, and um, it it was like watching a concert or like a live comedy show, kind of like in a way when you go to see your favorite comedian and everybody's got their favorite bit, right? It's like, oh man, he's got to tell the joke. He's got to do the thing. Andrew Dice Clay going to do the nursery rhymes. When is he going to do them? Is it, like, oh, that's it's going yeah. to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. So there was a lot of that with this movie also because you know i mean we're we're getting so excited about the cameos and the references and the dialogues like there there was a lot of times where i'm like i know what that is yeah there was stuff in there that i didn't know what the hell they were talking about yeah i mean i'm not i'm not i'm enough into that world i got most of it but yeah a couple of times me and my wife looked at each other like i don't know what that meant yeah it's like that is, is that like podcast stuff yeah that's the because i don't listen to his podcast or I've dipped in once sure. or twice, but kind of not my thing. I, yeah. I, it, actually, to be honest with you, mm. I don't know which ones do what. Yeah. There's like 50 million of them, and it's like Fat Man on Batman. I don't yeah, want to know that one. Then there's like uh, Jane Silent Bob Grow Old. Something like that. Yeah. I, is it them in character, or is it just? does it mean just them as... 
I just like I, I gave up when I look oh, okay. at the list of how many different ones he has. So I, I, I was gonna say we could legislate this now, but maybe we could do it later. It's like I, I can help <laughs> you a help little. Me I, I can help I, you a little bit you know with what? that. But uh, even if you legislate it, I'm probably not gonna check. <laughs> no, it out. no, no, it's all good. <laughs> but speaking of the podcast, there there were a few different references. Okay. Like when they when they uh, spoilers make it to Hollywood, they're on Hollywood Boulevard, and uh, two things that I personally kind of lost my shit for i would say if i wasn't in the environment i was i would be embarrassed but they showed the uh hollywood improv where uh kevin smith and ralph garman do uh hollywood babylon which is kind of like their pop culture uh show and there's a big billboard and it's like holy shit and then right next to it is the scum and villainy cantina in Hollywood, which is the uh, non-denominational space bar that may or may not be modeled after uh, the space war Got uh, tavern, and and anyway, so that's where they do the the Fat Man Beyond podcast, which is my shit. Okay, that that's, that's okay. So I mean, it's like hardcore pop culture stuff, and Got it. I, I really dig it. But anyway, like I was like, oh, he threw that shit in there for me. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like, I mean, I, I think I, I put it in a tweet. It's like, I cheered for that like it was Springsteen coming out for an encore <laughs> or something. So, but I mean, th- this movie is just rotten with those kinds yeah. of references. And I... Um, Can we say, let's... Go ahead. You said spoiler alerts. Let's be honest. I mean, I, I, there's not a lot to spoil. There yeah, really and, and and how many people are going to listen to this before i mean do we have yeah. to we can spoil away can it's, we not it's can fine I, it's it's I, just, i'm not going to police myself on no that. I, I was going to say don't police yourself i i was it, it is an odd one though because most people have not seen this thing right and and it's not out until i think end of january yeah. or something like that yeah so let's talk about that for a sec because there is a certain level of exclusivity you can't just go to your amc and just watch no it. and the fathom event was two months ago. Do and you think I was going to ask you this? Do you think they did that as a the the way they released it? Do you think so, it was accidental, or do you think it was on purpose? Because uh, you yourself said you would not have done the full blown VIP thing, right? Had you known about the Fathom event thing being available? Correct. Yeah, and again, I'm glad I did it. I mean, I I had a blast on it, but you're right. I I would if given the opportunity i would have just gone to the fathom event in october and been done with it and then probably yeah. bought the blu-ray and all that in fact actually i'm probably gonna buy that blu-ray yeah anyway. i'll probably buy it too um because i i mean for me at least i need it to- supports the guy for one thing yeah. i mean of course i'm gonna go do that i mean and and it's still independent film I mean, yeah, it, it really, so, it really yeah. is because I'm more, more than a lot of his recent stuff. Sure. It's like I'm just throwing this on my back. I've got a couple partners. I like that he didn't go the crowdfund route because, yeah. like, a lot of folks were kind of pressuring him to do that. He's like, no, 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 I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out, and he did. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'll admit that there was a time where I was actually kind of upset by that. Because it felt it felt disingenuous in a couple different ways. Because one, it was one live show. Then they added another night. Like, I, I don't remember the timeline. Maybe a couple weeks later, maybe more. And I'm like, wait a second. So, had you know, I mean, you, you would have been able to. You, so, when, when it was originally announced, yeah. it was one show in Seattle. Correct. You checked it. 
sold out, one VIP ticket. You said, screw it, why not? Yep. Then it was a couple weeks later, they said, oh, we're adding another show. Yeah, and, hey. it, was, and it was the night before. So, like, I went on a Tuesday, they added a Monday. Oh, wow. So, and that kind of creates, like, this weird thing, because, like, during the, the live Q&A, they're making references to last night, uh, and I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. It's like, no, this is the original show. That's the one that was added. And then they added the Fathom event. So, I would be lying if I didn't feel a little bit burned up until... I left that Tuesday night having had the experience. And you're, it, you're okay with it. It's a fair trade uh, because I got more out of it than what I was anticipating. Um, one thing that does crack me up, though, and I, I don't want to you know, get too much into like the stuff that was covered in the Q&A, but have, have you ever seen Kevin Smith like speak or any of his sure. type of things? So, I've seen, um, doesn't he do like a stand-up? thing that he did mm-hmm. i think even before maybe it was before his podcasts yeah it was called didn't he have like two of them that yeah uh, like one? E- evening with kevin smith he's done he's done some of that he evening with kevin smith but then he had a, didn't he have a clever name for part two it was like um evening harder or something yeah like something that. like yeah two evening too yeah. furious or i've something seen like one that. of those like okay. come across it on like i think like showtime or something yeah and, and i gotta admit like it, i i enjoyed it very much well, and I, I'll I'll have to lend you the Blu-ray because like he uh um he did one the night he had the heart attack. It was like yeah like I know a, that like I a know Showtime a special of, yeah. and and yeah, I knew that and that's really good too. I've that, actually seen that, most of that, if not all of that. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, very good. That, I forgot about that. Yeah, because um I think he talks about it or sa- you when he initially made yeah. it. Obviously, that wasn't planned <laughs> right, to be part right. of it. But after he went through it, I think there's some stuff referencing it mm-hmm. or at the beginning. I can't remember. But yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he does an intro where he says, fuck DVD. Oh, yeah. Which would make <laughs> sense because my copy's on Blu-ray. So, but... Uh. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyways, yes, I've but, seen him speak. If you To your question, your original... Where I was going question, with yeah. that is like, so... Um, that, Basically, they they did the Q&A popcorn style where it's just like, you know, you flap a hand up, somebody calls on you. And first person that, you know, has a question uh, just kind of more or less asks open endedly, like, who did you uh, approach that couldn't be in the movie? And, you know, he tells the story about how, like, they went to Alanis Morissette and she said no because she was having a baby. Uh, Eliza Dushku said no because she was having a baby. And and then and then, like, he slips into the story about how uh, he got reconnected with Ben Affleck. And I, I, I'm not I'm not going to uh, burn the bandwidth here. It's a pretty well-known story. Yeah, about- he's been I think he's talked about it quite a bit with at least doing press for this movie specifically. Right. Yeah. Um but that one question 45 minutes. <laughs> wow. And and the nice lady that I was referring to earlier was um f- on far stage right with these placards that said held it up said 20 25 <laughs> 30 and on the 30 it says wrap it up. Wow. And the one where she pulled up 40 says wrap it the fuck up. At one point Jay Muse who has not spoken word one aside from what's up bitches? Yeah, yeah. Stitchy bitches <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff. Um um he hasn't said word one and he like takes the placard and like the, he's almost doing like Jay and Silent Bob shtick where, yeah, where yeah. he's like tapping him on the shoulder and like waving the sign in front of him. It was it's pretty funny. Meanwhile, he's just pacing the stage like Darth Maul in, in episode 
one behind that uh, that uh, that, that yeah. energy binder thing. <laughs> you know, just just pacing, popping the microphone back and forth in his hands. He, homeboy had nothing to do. And then, but after that, then it kind of got a little wow. more fast and furious. And they, you know, like, hey, is that your dog? And I, I saw him there. Yes, that's my dog. And and, it, and yeah, do, homeboy can talk. That's for sure. So. I we mean, think me and you can talk. <laughs> Forty-five minute answering a question. Wow. Man. Yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. So I uh, I didn't ask anything. I didn't even think to ask anything because I don't know what I would ask. Because it's interesting because like um, some of my friends and fans and listeners are like, oh man, you you should try to hit him up and do an interview. And I'm like, I don't even know what I would ask. Yeah. I just I don't have that. Um, I just don't. Yeah, you know, feel, I, feel the the need and the drive. I got you. But uh, you, on the other hand, for uh, Stack of Dimes, you guys interviewed Jay, what, like 10 years ago, something like yeah, that? Yeah, he was doing the rounds, I forget what for, and um, yeah, I don't know. He, it was like, I think he had like five or 10 minutes with him. Yeah. I thought it'd be funny just to, just to <laughs> when we originally started our show, we were like, oh, we're going to interview people. <laughs> We've interviewed like three or four people, yeah. and I realized very quickly- I'm lazy, man. <laughs> Booking them and then trying to set yeah. it up and then like um, making sure I got a studio available right. and then and then all of this for like five or ten minutes of bumbling and stumbling and trying to uh, ask it something semi interesting. I'm like, I'm kind of like you, man. Yeah. That's the other thing with um, when I think some of the other movies. This was what was it like his second or third where he did this road show thing was it maybe a second? yeah i i think red state was the first one okay like i when i had heard whatever his first movie was that he was doing this road show yeah. sort of sitch i was like uh-uh yeah i got no patience for that like i'm i'm already I, i'm already gonna sit through a movie i don't need to tack on another two hours or whatever yeah, it is yeah. nonsense at the beginning and then uh and i've gone to these sort of things before i mean obviously you you do the comic cons and whatnot oh, yeah. Um, I've done this sort of thing before. Believe it or not, I went and saw um, Jerry Lewis when he oh. came to uh, the Emerald Queen Casino. Okay. Probably, I don't know, I don't know how long he's RIP, right? I think he did pass. It's like two, three years Two, now? three years ago. So- um, A couple days ago? I yeah. <laughs> I had some friends that were like, this might be our only chance to see this guy. Yeah. And they were into him more than I was. Sure. But, I, we, but there was like four or five of us. It was like, ah, this will be a kick. We'll go down to Emerald Queen Casino. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, God love him. Uh huh. He was going through some things, uh, oh, maybe no. memory wise. And there was some like, it was, it was kind of sad to watch. And at some point mm-hmm. he goes, Hey, rem-, part of the, the, the thing was just like, Hey, remember when I did that one movie, watch the movie. And then he goes backstage and they play a clip from like one of his buddy movies with, uh, Dean Martin, Dean Martin. Wow. Then he, they, he shuffles back out says a little mm. something. Hey, remember that one movie I did a thing? And he goes, and then at some point he, he does a Q and a, yeah. And it was, we, me and my friends looked at each other. This was probably about a half an hour in 40 minutes in. Yeah. And they had just mics set up and there was like people going up crying, saying how you changed my life and all that. And it was just like, and he's like kind of lost. He can yeah. barely hear them and all this stuff. And I, we just looked at each other and was like, <laughs> the casino started gambling like yeah. did not finish it up oh, it, but it, he started with a lot of momentum and then about 10 minutes in you could tell oh, he's lost up there he doesn't know what's going on but that sort of Q&A stuff yeah I can't I can't do that stuff man 
I really can't. Yeah. Because if it's in that sort of a, a setting, someone's going up there because they want laughs. Yeah. Yeah. They're playing that card. Mm-hmm. Someone's going up there to show, look at my knowledge or show off. Yep. Or someone's going up there and they just want an interaction and they don't know what the hell to say. And those yeah. are usually your top three yep. on those things. And I'm like, yep. no thanks. Yeah, I, I get you too. It reminds me, we're, we're talking uh, Q&A horror stories that, that um, you know, I saw Stan Lee at Emerald City Comic Con the last time he came. And and so, I mean, packed room, you know, and the, the nice moderator lady was very uh, polite and, and cordial in terms of like, kind of driving the conversation and kind of keeping him going because I mean I, I don't mean to speak ill but he he was basically a prop at that point yeah um not I I don't know if it was to that Jerry Lewis level because I I I waited in line to get into that panel room because I had a feeling I'm like this is probably the, the last time, time yeah. I'm gonna see this guy and sure enough it was uh but the q a was just painful because like you know they're asking about current characters they're asking him stuff about the movies and and it's just like you guys you realize he hasn't written one of these things in over 40 years right and and so yeah so yeah q a's are usually pretty wretched as as you say but i guess but i mean i'm glad you had a good time i mean uh it sounds like it was was overall a pretty good experience i mean yeah, well, and it's interesting because like when it, when it, one of my takeaways when I got home is like they've they since added more dates. There's a there's a January fourteenth down in Olympia at like I don't remember the ah. name of the theater, but it's like it's a smaller venue, and I'm looking at that. And I'm like. 50 bucks to go watch that again? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But but it'll be but then they announced when it's coming out on digital and on, on Blu-ray on the 21st yeah. and I'm like I can wait a week. Yeah. It's it's fine. Uh but I mean when uh when Kevin first came out to introduce the movie, he said um uh, you know cuz he reflected on like, you know, the heart attack and kind of what what inspired the whole movie and all that and he's like as far as I'm concerned, this is heaven because um my movie plays every night and everybody gets every joke. Yeah. And I I thought that was that was kind of poignant, yeah. actually, and th- and that's kind of uh, to what you were saying, you know, kind of like the authenticity behind what he's doing here. It's interesting to me so- how much hate this guy actually gets. Yeah, it, it's weird. It, you know, I, I mean, I could say that doing my stupid show, of course, many times we've mocked whatever you'd hear, oh, like yeah. Red State or whatever, and you're just like, but uh, I mean, honestly, though, like. Good, good, good for this guy. Yeah, good for him for creating something that, again, um, that a a, a a decent amount of people mm-hmm. enjoy. Yeah, um, that's 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 an accomplishment, man. That's like that's you know even like doing bullshit like what we do here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't have <laughs> you know I don't have that many listeners, but I'm thankful that some some people yeah. enjoy the nonsense that I put out. I'm I'm never gonna pr- pretend like what I'm doing is high art, and then I'm gonna right. move on and and forget that past that of of my nonsense podcasting or whatever. Right. It's like, you know. So I mean, I, I don't I've I've never really kind of understood the pure like hate for the guy. Like, yeah. oh, like here he is going back to the view ask you stuff. He's got. I was like, yeah. What what do you have, pal? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't get it. 
Yeah, you know, and and maybe this is a different conversation for a different time, but I I kind of want to talk to you about kind of the the nature of reboots and sequels and reboot quills and stuff because like this movie found a way to kind of like be the perfect version of yeah. what that's supposed to be because it's immediately fan servicey, but there's way more meat on that bone than I think either of us was anticipating. Yeah. I, I remember I saw you like the the morning after you had seen the Fathom event and you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you anything other than like, I got a little jokey in spots. It was actually like surprisingly kind of good. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't say jokey. <laughs> I can't remember what you yeah, said, so I'm paraphrasing. I, I, I did say that I, I thought that, um, that yeah, there was... The, there was some, uh, I don't know, some serious moments that yeah. actually surprisingly worked, I thought. I I had no idea that that Jay Muse could actually act when he wants to because it's usually just noinch, noinch, noinch. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and like the times where he's like actually acting, he's actually kind of, I'm like, holy shit, dude. I think I said that, something to that extent too. Like, yeah. like you, you, you know, the guy's decent. Yeah. <laughs> he's decent. Um, it. It's funny because if you do watch Clerks, even early on, I think this oh, yeah. is probably what's endearing about it, the original, is you know that that guy's just doing whatever shtick yeah. he does with <laughs> his friends to make them laugh. Yeah. Like, they're, and you know, he's, as much as he sounds like he's reading something, I, I'm i pretty sure he probably just sounded that way in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. just doing his shtick that he, you know, I have friends that do kind of that, that have done that. You know, we're sure we all love hanging around with him. We think he's the funniest guy in the room. Get somebody else in in there. It's going to take them a while to warm up to to it. And that's kind of what clerks, the original clerks, is like. What the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> yeah, but then a little what, ways what's in with you, this baby talk. Yeah, and, and then you just like bitchies. What <laughs> you just kind of accept it and go like, okay, this is a, some weird quirk, weird sort of yeah. Um, what he does with his friends, sort of. But uh, yeah, but beyond that, he's actually. He's actually okay, I thought. I yeah. thought he was pretty, pretty all right. I, I would say that this is probably uh, Kevin Smith's most authentic movie since Clerks. Just in terms of like what, in terms of like, hey, this is me. This is just whatever. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, because like we, we've talked in different contexts about that's what makes that movie work is the authenticity. Yes. It's like these are just how these people are and this is their wacky adventures. Everything is an exaggerated version of something that's happened. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's it does have a weird authenticity, whereas I would say like the original, you know, uh, Strike Back has kind of like that Miramax gloss to it. Yeah. And we're almost doing a little too much with like the bong sabers and whatnot. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, for some reason, I, I don't, I, I, I can't elaborate on it now, but it's like, there was something about the, the authenticity of it that really kind of struck me. Yeah. I think you could probably go back and he would probably say this about that movie. And, um, and I mean, probably mall rats. Mm -hmm. What he did mall rats after clerks. Yep. That was his first, "Quote unquote big movie yeah, or whatever, Universal, right? Universal big, big studio. Movie. I'm sure there's a lot of pressure, and he wanted to. I that would be hard. It would be yeah. like the thing that made Clerks funny and endearing. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do right with a big budget, right? But he, you know, he it did as best he could with that, mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people love that movie. Yeah. And then what Chasing Amy, he was trying to like this is my return to indie, right? Indie, and um, I just think, I mean. I haven't watched that movie in a long time. 
I hear it doesn't hold up so hot in the. I I'm afraid to go back, but but I I do think it's dope that within Jan Silent Bob reboot you get a Chasing Amy sequel. Yeah, that yeah. whole that whole sequence with Ben Affleck yep. and, and again, fuckers got it, man. Yeah. I I'm just like holy shit. Um, I so they they added that whole eight page sequence. Originally, Ben Affleck was just going to be the guy on the other end of the cockknocker mallet. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, and that's all it was going to be. And it's like, well, hey, let's let's do something. Yeah. So they kind of rewrote a few scenes, and and they were just kind of jamming like like in the Goodwill Hunting days. You know, huh. it's like it, it was. Uh, so we talked about that a lot. Uh, Kevin did. Um, but yeah, so it's it's more or less a a eight page chasing Amy sequel within oh, yeah. Yeah. Dan Silent Bob yeah. reboot. So it ends up being a a Mallrat sequel of of sorts. Um, doesn't end up being a clerk sequel because we're gonna get clerks three at this point. Yeah, he's he's got the fire under his ass. Uh, apparently, uh, Jeff Anderson, who plays Randall, is back on board. Yeah, I, I saw um, an interview with that basically saying that th- he was saying that that guy was like, I want to get paid this time. Yeah, there's a whole which lengthy drama there. You can't and and I think going the, all the it, way back to two. Yeah, the interview I I read, um, Kevin Smith basically said, "Yeah, dude's right." Yeah, you know. Um, you know, this guy's not an actor. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't go out and get other jobs, but right. you keep wanting to go to that well. I think you do have to pay that dude at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. people are showing up because they wouldn't show up if that dude wasn't in it. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, but I think going back, like when he started doing these other things, like yeah. uh, by the time you get to Jan Silent Bob Strike Back, I think, I think probably creatively he wasn't that interested anymore and i think he was yeah. trying to squeeze a lot out of that that whole juice or whatever like that that what was that the last of it until clerks 2 came out yeah. right and i mean he got a lot of shit for clerks 2 i, I like, remember I, I like it i didn't think it was that bad yeah i thought it was all right mm-hmm. i mean i thought it was a stretch that they'd be working at a fast food restaurant at that point in I their think lives so. but um and i didn't and i didn't think i didn't think that that was too original yeah like um I don't know what it, it did. The, those guys from the first movie didn't strike me as ending up in a place like that. No matter how you tried to to, to swing that one, it just yeah, cause it didn't work. Retail service and food service. I mean, th- th- there's there's a little bit of overlap, but yeah, it's it's not one to one. I I agree. With I think you that was that. a little lazy for me. But yeah. that being said, I thought I thought it was solid for yeah. what it was. I thought it was all right. Um, and and then you know. Again, I can't speak to the other stuff. Sure. Then I think he was just with the cop out and all that stuff. I think he was like, "Okay, I gotta try and I gotta try and survive in this." In this, I mean, he could have easily been churning out tons of straight to video nonsense. Oh yeah, he could have gone the way of a of a Seagal or something like that, or <laughs> sure, like you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. even though Wesley Snipes, whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, he you know he could be been just like sleepwalking his way through shit and putting yeah. the Kevin Smith stamp on it. I'm sure there was people, there was companies out there who were more more than welcome to yeah. do that. I mean, yeah. One thing I, I respect about him is uh, one his self awareness. He he's incredibly self aware because th- this is uh, a Jane Silent Bob reboot is a Kevin Smith movie about being Kevin Smith, yeah. which I I think is great. But I like that he's just kind of 
done whatever he feels like. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go direct some TV. This is cool. Oh, this is kind of fun. Now I'm going to direct a lot of TV. Um, Because, like, I mean, he does, like, that Supergirl. Yeah, I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah. Well, you told me. She, uh, she shows up and in, in she's the the female chronic that's uh that's your oh yeah right okay there, yeah, so, yeah. Sure. along with uh val kilmer <laughs> oh poor anyway so no let's not go over let's not just gloss over that what i didn't realize that that val was going to be in this oh thing. okay and um whoa yeah i mean i know he's Buddy. he's 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 fallen on some hard times <laughs> but talk about some stuff that did not work in this movie it was i mean that was yeah that was pretty painful to watch i thought you know and here's the thing though at least it's consistent because i would say that like the blunt man and chronic stuff in jay and silent bob strike back wasn't all that great either yeah what except for the the mark hamill bit which incidentally Dude, I do I, I saw the movie in the theater yeah. whenever it came out. What year was that? Two thousand and one. I was gonna say two thousand and one probably. Yeah. Um I I and this movie yeah. basically almost beat for beat kind of follows that movie, right? It I really mean, does. And um and it was so utterly forgettable to me. Yeah. I didn't know I <laughs> I, it wasn't that familiar to me yeah because i know it is like it's a reboot and it's supposed to follow the same beats and all that stuff but yeah that movie was so forgettable i forgot pretty much all about it mm. mark hamill being in it don't remember that really until now that you just mentioned it yeah will ferrell was in it yep. before will ferrell was a deal yep and i remember watching it in theater thinking this guy's not very funny yeah the only to go on to love tons of his movies and then think back on wow yeah that's just that's how long ago that was, <laughs> but yeah. Any, well, anyhow, what was it, what was the what was the fight scene? Who who were who was playing them in that movie? I forget. Like, wasn't well, it was it was Jason Biggs and James Vanderbeek, but they get KO'd, incapacitated by Jay and Silent Bob. So it's Jay and Silent Bob dressed up as Got Blunt it. Man and Chronic, right. and they face off against the Cockknocker, as played by Mark Hamill. Yeah, who uh, who. Uh, when when Kevin Smith was asked uh, if they asked Mark Hamill to come back for this one, it's it's like because he's got a good relationship with. He's like now keep in mind in two thousand and one there was no more Star Wars. Oh no, no, you know, no, no. You could you could get a Mark Hamill on the oh, cheap, sure. and he was he was probably he was very probably, available. He was probably at the Everett Comic Con back then. <laughs> I'm sure, so, you know. And so yeah, so um, Mark Hamill was very polite, and it was like. Uh, the Empire won't let me. Yeah, what was kind of his official stance on that. Not so. surprising. No, not surprising. No. But uh, but that'd have been kind of cool though. Yeah. But boy, that is so. That is just bonkers. That yeah. like, that guy was. I, I I remember thinking like, I get yet again kind of people joking about mm-hmm. Mark Hamill and, and like the what? one thing he did and he's 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 gone from pop culture and now he's just. He's right back in it, man. Yeah. He is right back in it. Now he's going to be first billed in a movie where his character is no longer alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. The Skywalker man. will rise, I guess. Crazy. Rise from the grave? Can we do can we do Cor- Corvette Summer Part 2? Yes. <laughs> Where's that reboot? When's that going to be rebooted? <laughs> I love that. Um, so I know you need to fly uh, final thoughts on uh, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. <laughs> Eh, solid. Yeah, I, I, I think it's solid. If you're a fan of Kevin Smith stuff, I think this is, uh, it it worked for me. It worked for you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
You know, JD, who does the show with me, mm-hmm. I mean, he gave me a lot of grief for going. You're like, really? You're going to go there? Really? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's one of the guys that, like, this dude's still, they're still yeah. fucking doing it, you know, or whatever. And, 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 um, it's funny. I, I don't know if he's ever watched any of his, like, kind of stand up stuff. I, I remember after seeing him do, uh, one of those uh, evening with Kevin Smith or whatever. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you should check it out. It's it's actually, you know, I think you'd enjoy some of the stories. I think one of the ones was his Bruce Willis working with Bruce Willis on oh, Cop yeah. Out or whatever. Oh, sure, that yeah. I thought was pretty pretty great. Um, <laughs> just to, lazy. To, to go there. Um, but anyways, I you know I told him I was going to see it and he kind of gave me some grief or whatever. But I would be interested in seeing what he thinks of something like this. Uh, really quickly. Yeah. I think the other thing that didn't work for me, mm. the beginning of the movie is very rocky for me. Like yeah. with the, and again, spoilers, whatever. Um, you can you <laughs> I, can bleep I, this out, no, Michael. I'm you just can bleep, bleep this out. <laughs> Beep. Um, the whole pot shot, de- pot yeah. shop deal at the yeah. beginning. Eh, whatever. Right. That's yeah. a callback to to the other movie, right? Too. Yeah, that, that's a that's a Clerks two reference, right? No, that's a Jane Silly Bob. Yeah, reference. I think it is a Jane Silly Bob. See, reference. I it, and it, I know the references, but I don't always know where they're so. from. But that was eh. Drop and then, your pants. And then when Drop they the pants <laughs> when they go to uh, court. Yeah, that scene did not work for me. Really? See, yeah. In, in the live audience, it fucking killed. Really? Because I, the the cuts go so deep that there's no less than four different references to the animated cartoon, the Clerks cartoon there series. You go. That, Didn't watch the Clerks that cartoon ran series. for two episodes on ABC. God. So man. I mean, that is like as deep a cuts as you can get, and and I got it. I was like, that was in the cartoon. <laughs> I, I I didn't think Justin Long was particularly funny, and I and yeah. I and I actually don't mind that guy. I, I yeah. yeah, but like I didn't think that that I don't know the whole thing. I was like, oh boy, I'm gonna have to sit through this. But then it got going after that, yeah. and I was like, okay, yeah. They, it was almost like they. I, I don't know what it was for the scene. I know you're saying there's a yeah. lot of deep cuts in there. Yeah, but it was the pacing, the way it was shot, the yeah. way it was. I don't know. I had a sense like they were almost not in the same room with each other. Yeah, I, I it, wonder if watching it again, removed from the live audience, how I'll feel about it. Yeah. You might have to check back in with me on that. Because okay. I, I think what I'll do is after it comes out on digital, I'll watch it again and maybe do like a deeper deep okay. dive or something like that. Um uh, but yeah, no, it's yeah, it's, it didn't it didn't really work for me. But, but then again, what the, after that, the movie actually kind of got. Yeah. I thought a pretty good rhythm going, a yeah. pretty good clip. Um, and uh, but overall, yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was solid, and I think it's smart of him to go back to yeah. this stuff and um, not not business wise, or but but because of what you said, mm-hmm. there's a sincerity to it. There's a there's a um. Uh, I don't I don't know how to explain authenticity. it. Like authenticity yeah. to it, like clerks and even yeah. clerks to an to uh, eh, to an extent, less, a little yeah. bit, a little less. But yeah. like he he almost had it there. But but this for sure, yeah. There's um, you could tell. I guess maybe he is actually having fun with it. You know, yeah. Some of that other stuff, you could clearly tell he wasn't having that much fun. Right. At least seemed to me it feels fun. Um, last question I I should have asked earlier. Um. How how was the Fathom event? I mean, like, was it was it a full house? Were you watching it by yourself, just you and your wife? No, or? no, it was it was. I wouldn't say it was a full house, but I I think it was pretty close to being a full house. Okay. 
They did a little um, bit at the beginning mm-hmm. where it was just them. They filmed a little intro saying, hey, thanks for coming out for this thing. And, you know. Oh, cool. Um, it was a re- like, I don't know, it was like maybe like five, ten minutes maybe. Oh, okay. Kind of talked about a few things. But, but yeah, it, no, it was good. It was like, uh, and um, obviously the crowd was really knowledgeable. A lot of the stuff that were, me and my wife were looking at yeah. each other going like, what? Are you know, like a lot of the crowd got. I mean, it, and, gotcha. uh, and I think, you know. <laughs> I think I told you yeah. in very much your kind of way. A yes. guy behind me, as we l- walked out of the theater, <laughs> kind of shrugged and said, uh, "That was perfectly fine." And that, I mean, yeah, you know, I would for sure say if you don't like, if you've never liked any Kevin Smith stuff, or if you've never seen it, yeah. don't bother. Yeah, this isn't going to convert you. Yeah, no way, no way. <laughs> but if uh, bringing it all the way back around to like your Def Leppard analogy, it's like if you're there for the hits, you will get the hits. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, if you've been off the bus for a number of years, maybe 19 years, <laughs> um, and yeah, you'll you'll get what th- what's there for you because there's more to it than just the references yeah. and the cameos and all that. It's like, it's again, it's, it's a, a surprisingly whole movie. It's like, yeah. it, it actually kind of yeah. works as a, as a singular piece of stuff. So sure. Um, real quick, how can folks get in touch with you on the internets and, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, come on, you, you got to do the podcast thing. You're no, a I podcaster will. I, on a podcast. No, so. I just laugh because anybody who listens to my show, yeah, you guys suck at all that. Yeah, we suck at Both all. Both of you the, really yeah, do. We suck at all the social. We don't care. I, and I love that I'm just laughing because you're like, if anyone wants to contact you, well, <laughs> there's a couple of ways, but <laughs> I don't know if contact would be the uh, proper term. All right. Well, um, yeah, no. Um, what, I'm uh, at Camaro underscore Kev on Twitter. If you say so. Yeah, and uh, just stack of dimes on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Stack of Dimes is the name of the podcast. We've been doing it for 10 years, so. I was going to say, I, you, c- you, congrats on that. You googly search that, and you, it's a safe bet we come up on the first page because uh, it's kind of a weird name, so. Yeah. Do you got a do you got a hot tease for what's either available or what's coming up? No. Because I, I just listened to uh, the Lionheart episode. Oh, yeah. And I'm uh, I'm stoked for Double Impact. I am ready. <laughs> because there there's a, a line, there's a specific reference that's unique to Double Impact that's become memeable throughout the entirety of the SOD canon. And to- uh, Underwear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take you in your black silk underwear and go back to Disneyland. <laughs> Which yeah, I, I don't. Um, I have nothing to tease, man. We get around these holidays here, and it, and it, uh, it's tough to wrangle the crew to get together and do the thing. But uh, hopefully, this week, me and JD will sit down and and do one, and then for sure, I'm pretty sure me and Roden will do a blew it probably this weekend. So, probably a you blew it coming out at least in the right. next couple of weeks. Here, I'm not sure what movie we're doing because we 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 tend to do the van damme movies not in sequence like right. we well we do them chronologically and how right. they're released mm-hmm. but we like to do a couple of different movies in between and it's that holiday season so last year we did uh did a one of the holiday movies you know a, a christmas movie <laughs> uh so we'll probably do something like that for you blew it so what a tease that was <laughs> Hold hot. on, people. We may or may not do a holiday movie. 
and we may or may not record. I love it. Well, the SOD thank, way. Well, uh, thanks a lot for taking time out of your uh, incredibly busy schedule this holiday season. Um, and hey, before I get out of here, real quick, uh, don't miss Spec Script Seattle Survivor happening this Thursday, December nineteenth, at the Blue Moon Tavern. That's going to be a lot of fun. Also, listen to the latest episode of Autopod Decepticast. It's episode one sixteen for a planes, trains, and automobiles sketch where I travel to the Ozarks with a uh, certain ghost of the iconic moment. Uh, read the script for a Transformers Christmas Carol at TransformersReanimated.com and look for the audio soon, uh, just in time for Christmas, featuring our live script reading with me, Yoshi and Greg, and Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb from the Autopod Decepticast. Um, I play Bumblebee and Chip Chase and maybe a few others as well. Uh, pre-order Best Friend Forever, the new album from Lucia Fasano that will be available on Bandcamp Christmas Day, December 25th. Uh, she wrote and performed our theme song and is one of my favorite folks, so you don't want to miss that. And the first issue of Lidio Ramadelli's The Kill Lock officially drops on December 26th from IDW Comics. Links available in the show notes, but that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to listen to our past shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show. Five stars, please. For Mike Seibert Radio, my name is Mike. Oh, my name is Thunder. <laughs> Until next time, make good choices. You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at MikeSeibertRadio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out ByDoorMusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production. You want some advice? Take your fancy clothes and your black silk underwear and go back to Disneyland. <laughs>